Hi, everyone. This is Ian, and welcome back to the Yoga with Ian podcast. This is episode five. Again, I'm just going to talk about how this past week has been in my journey to learn how to do yoga. I'm doing this all as part of my EDTC or EdTech 300 course at the University of Regina, something called the Learning Project, um, where I'm required to learn how to do something using electronic sources, so the internet, YouTube, uh, various apps on my phone. And I'm just using my blog at ensmansfield.wordpress.com, this podcast, and my YouTube channel to document my progress. So I'll just go through how this past week has been. I'm going to talk about a couple apps I've tried and maybe a blog that I took a look at. And we'll see where that gets us time-wise. And I'm sure that'll be it. Uh, So if you've been listening and visiting my blog, you know I've been following along with the 30-Day Yoga Journey Breath on the YouTube channel Yoga with Adrian. I'm still continuing on with that. Uh, It's been great. Uh, I go on and on about this every week, so I'm not going to go into too much detail. But yeah, she's awesome. Great instructor. Keeps things professional yet fun. Like you never know when she's just going to bust into a song for just being silly and it it really makes it more enjoyable and less dry so i like it a lot um i think i'll just talk quickly about one video i talked about it in my blog as well if you feel like reading about it from the series this week uh it was on day 19 and it was called strength so like the title suggests it focuses on strengthening muscles that are pivotal in stability, balance, um, and just once you require for doing yoga, I guess. So generally leg muscles, core muscles, that was the focus of this one. So I liked it personally because any of the classes that have to do more with strength than stability, I tend to shine. So maybe that's why I like this one so much, but it was cool. Like she did a lot of modified forms of almost like squats and static holds in squatting positions. So I don't know if you know anything about traditional martial arts, but there's something called the horse stance that they use it in Kung Fu and Taekwondo and things like that. So several of the poses kind of had to do or were very similar to that horse stance where just wide legged feet either uh, externally rotated or internally rotated and squatting and doing various um rotations and lifts and flexions with your arm and waist so it was it was cool another thing you could liken it to is one of the reasons i was so okay with it is because my years of playing basketball we did something called the wall sit which was torture uh, but it targeted all the same muscles like your quadriceps your glutes your calves everything in a static hold Uh, Pretty much just a squat against the wall as long as you could. So it's similar to that as well. So yeah, I really enjoyed that class. Uh, Like I said, focus less on balancing on one foot, which I'll take that any day. So um, I linked that video in my blog just a little further down. If you're visiting the blog now where you're listening to this, you can see it. It's embedded. All right. So in the past few weeks, I've talked a lot about breathing exercises because that's what this video series kind of focuses on. So I've been learning a lot more about uh, the importance of breath and breath control in yoga and why 
it's good for you, how it benefits you physically and mentally. And I've gone through a variety of the pranayama techniques or breathing techniques I've learned so far. Uh, one I didn't cover that's kind of coming up more often now is something called lion's breath. She tends to, not just her actually, several instructors, like even the one app I will discuss later on in this episode and in my blog uses it. Something called lion's breath. Um, it has physical benefits, right? Like, you know, it stretches and relaxes your face, um, works your vocal cords, works your diaphragm. They talk a lot about it affecting your thyroid and your fifth chakra, but I think that's kind of pseudo-medical, pseudo-scientific stuff. Like, I don't see how it's going to affect my thyroid, but beside the point, um, the major benefit I've been feeling with it is something that they discuss and there's a link I have to a website that talks about lion's breath in my blog. It talks about this as well. It's the mental aspect. It's kind of like, well, someone like me, like I'm very self-conscious, you know, even though I am confident and I come across as, you know, very self-assured, I, I do have a lot of issues with self-confidence at times and I feel uncomfortable in certain situations. And this lion's breath really brings that out. Um, it, I, I'm forced to be okay with looking silly, with feeling silly, feeling like a dork doing this. And the idea of doing it in a class is scary, but I can see how by putting myself through that, it would be beneficial because you feel, I personally feel silly doing it. Um, the way you perform lion's breath, and you can incorporate it in any pose, but generally if you're performing it alone, you just find a nice seated position and you breathe deeply through your nose and then you open your mouth as wide as you comfortably can, stick out your tongue and kind of stretch it down your chin like it's hanging out of your mouth, almost like you're doing a haka, like New Zealand rugby players, if you've seen that before. And then you exhale forcefully through your mouth while you make like an audible almost like a roaring noise or an awe noise. I won't do it into the microphone, just I'll save your ears here, but man, does it feel goofy doing it. But I think that's the best part of it for me is that I'm, you know, I'm learning to be okay with being a little less serious, a little less, or a little more silly. You know, I think that's good for me and good for anyone who kind of has the same habits as I do taking themselves too seriously okay so yeah i'm going to continue on that 30-day yoga journey i should be finishing not this week but the beginning of next the following week i guess so i'm looking forward to my progress but i'm kind of sad that i'm almost like more than two-thirds of the way through it because i'm i've been really enjoying it so i don't know i might follow along she's done this 30 days of yoga thing in previous years as well. So I might follow along with that the earlier years. I actually included a link for the 2020 video series in the blog if you want to check that out. Okay. Um, now, on to the new apps I tried this week. I tried two different apps. One of them was tremendous and one of them was terrible. Uh, we'll start with the good and move on to the bad. So, um, 
the best app I tried, one of the best I've tried so far, except for like the down dog app, which I discussed several blogs ago, which was incredible. Um, this one is called Track Yoga. I got it on my Android phone, but it's also available on iTunes if you're an Apple user. I use the free version, which was ample for me, that you can also subscribe and pay to unlock certain videos, but the free version has a significant amount of material. So the good things about this app were, one, very few ads, really customizable and easy to navigate, like the user interface was great, very clean, very precise. And it has seemed to be in a good way kind of stripped down, like there's not a lot of clutter, there's not a lot of things put in there just for aesthetic, just for, you know, to be busy. It, it's it's very clean. That's, that's the best way I can describe it. I'm trying to look for another synonym but there, but that's, it's clean. Um, it provides you with a number of, like a significant number of videos that you can follow along with. And the videos are literally just a practitioner, generally a young man um, on a yoga mat with a whitewashed background, nothing else, no distractions, no craziness. And then they're narrated and you're taken through the practice by just a woman with a very calm voice, nice voice, easy to listen to. It's cool. And the other interesting things I found with it are like, it allows you to track things really easily. You can set goals for yourself. It keeps track of the types of classes you've been going on. It can, if you want it to, it will suggest things for you or certain programs, but it's up to you really. It has quite a bit of um, various settings you can change to kind of tailor it to your needs. And another thing that I thought was cool is it has a kind of a point system. Like you can see, I put some screenshots in my blog, just two, one showing the dashboard, like the homepage you can see immediately how clean it is and just how it has the information you want. Like I just took the screenshot after I took one class, but you can see classes completed, a number of what they call CREA points, which I just talked about before. And if you set goals, it'll keep track of whether you're making your weekly goals. Um, and then the other screenshot I put up is something that came up right after I finished my course. I was like, oh no, is this pop-up ad? But no, it was like a little reward almost. I think it, as you do more and more with this app and earn more points, it seems to give you rewards. Like it gave me this cute little badge, a uh, baby yogi badge. It says, congratulations, you earned this, good job. And I just, I don't know why it made me feel good, but it's so silly to think about, but it was cool. It was like, uh, you know, just like a little pat on the back, like, hey, good, good on you. And I feel like as you go further and further with this app, you can see kind of how far you've come along from this baby yogi to, I'm sure, some advanced stage. So I would highly recommend this app to anyone. Um, the Down Dog app, like I've talked about before, is really good. But after the one month free, the subscription is quite expensive. Like it's, I think if you pay monthly, it's 15 bucks a month or something like that. And then annually, it's $79.99 or something. So it's not cheap, but it's very good. But this app, the free version is great. It's got a lot of material and I don't 
no, unless you use it frequently, whether you would benefit too much from the subscription, I'm sure it would be good, but it's, it's definitely not required. So now on to the terrible app I mentioned before. Um, I don't like to negative, be too negative about things. I like to try and find some redeeming qualities in whatever I'm taking in, whether it be a book, whether it be a movie, or in this case, an app, but really this app has no redeeming qualities. Um, even the name, the Yoga for Beginners Daily Workout at Home app. You know, it had okay ratings on Google Play on my Android phone where I got it, like 4.3 stars or something like that. But I thought I would just try one that wasn't rated completely 4.9, five stars to see what the difference was. And oh my, was there a difference. Um, immediately, you're greeted by a pop-up ad. Video, unskippable for the first five to 10 seconds. Abrasive, just in your face right away. And I was like, oh, that's unpleasant. And then you come to the dashboard where I put a screenshot on my blog where you can see it's literally 90% of the dashboard is advertisements. I didn't realize at first, so I clicked on one, but it took me right just to, oh, here's this app. And I was like, well, what's going on? And then I went back to the dashboard and I realized all of these icons are ads. They're not like I thought yoga for weight loss, yoga for fat burning. I thought they were different programs within the app, but no, they're literally advertisements for different ads, for, excuse me, different apps. So I was just like, what, what is going on? You can click that start button. You can see on the dashboard immediately, another pop-up ad. I was just like, what is happening? This is the worst experience ever. And I'm not, I haven't even taken in any material yet. What is, why, why am I even here? But just for the sake of the review, I kept going. Um, once I got through another, so three pop-up ads before I could even start one of the programs. And all of these just disgusting aesthetic advertisements everywhere, poor color palette, poor fonts, just poorly designed in general. I got to the first series of poses that I found. And I just included a screenshot so you can see one of the things I'm going to talk about here. Instead of like down dog or the um, app I spoke about before, the track yoga app. Instead of having like a person in video going through it with a nice narration, there's literally a static 3D model that looks like something I made on a computer from the friggin' early 90s. And it's ugly as all get out. And instead of having like the track yoga app or the down dog app, a nice soothing music and a great narrator. It's narrated literally by a digital voice that sounds like something from a terrible old movie. Or if any of you are familiar with Stephen Hawking, his talk box that he used to communicate where everything talks like a robot. The next pose will be this. Please follow along with this if you are so inclined. Like it was awful, comical. Like I laughed. It was so bad. I was like, how am I supposed to focus on anything I'm supposed to be doing when this presentation is so terrible? So it was literally just bad, bad, bad. Nothing good about it. I would just say steer clear of it unless you want to see how bad things can be compared to some of the good ones I've talked about. But yeah, terrible. I'm kind of running long here, so I'll just quickly touch on uh, the blog I talk about in my blog that I found this week. It's just called the Bad Yogi Blog. 
Um, most of the posts by are by the co-founder Aaron Motts, and I thought it was just really cool. It's kind of like she's obviously really knowledgeable and cares a lot about stuff, but it's presented in kind of a playful manner, right? Like, and it is definitely a yoga blog, but there's a lot of other information there. Like she has personalized kind of opinion pieces about you know diet, about shopping. Like here, this is what I would buy if I'm looking for tights or whatever for yoga talks about motherhood she talks about um, her experience as an instructor like there's a lot of really cool posts on there so i would suggest checking it out if you have time if you're interested at all it it's cool okay so yeah i'm over 15 minutes now so i feel like i've been rambling thank you so much for listening um please you can leave a comment at the bottom of my blog or you can visit my twitter at ism939 Again, the blog website is iansmansfield.wordpress.com. Yeah, thanks again for listening. Take care of yourselves. Uh, Much love from me to you, and I will talk to you all very soon. Bye.